Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Well, welcome. You've joined us on the road to freedom, and we are on location in beautiful Maui. But it got so hot outside that everything was shutting down, the iPads, the cameras, uh, we were melting. We were shutting down. Weren't we? <laughs> right. Woo. So we decided to come inside and film from this beautiful home. And we're just excited and thankful to be here. As you know, the reason why we're doing this show, it's for you. That's it's right. to see you on your road to freedom. Amen. You know, John 8, 31 and 32, Jesus said, If you will continue in my word, you are truly my disciples yes. and you will know the truth and the truth mm. will make you free. Yeah. So the more that we continue in the word of God, which is why you're watching today, the freer we get. So praise God today we're talking about how to get free from lust. And you know, honey, this is something I didn't even realize that I had dealt with in my well, life till you does. helped me. Sure, and lust can be just as strong driven to obtain something and you think that something is going to make you happy. Mm -hmm. And so there's and a even the fear that possess. you might not get it can can drive you right. to thinking, right. oh, man, everybody's got it but me. And, right. you know, and so thinking that, ladies, that house, finally, when I get that house, it's going to make me happy. Or when I drive that my Those dream shoes. car, it's going to make <laughs> me happy. Right. And that's what we're talking about today. How to really learn contentment in Christ Jesus. Amen. Freedom from lust is, a, is not just a nice little topic. We were praying mm -hmm. about yeah. what should we do? How can we help the people? And we've been on TV now long enough to get a lot of feedback. Right. And there's a lot of people right. struggling with different things. And so we're going to try to tell you what the Word of God says about those things. Mm -hmm. First John 2 and verse 16 in the Amplified says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh craving for sensual gratification, the lust of the eyes, which is greedy longings of the mind, the pride of life, mm -hmm. assurance in one's own resources, putting your trust in money or, or Wall Street or whatever you think will take care of you, right. your, your boss, your company, your ability to play some sport better than everybody right. else or whatever it is mm -hmm. that you believe will make you money. In my case, it was music, you know, right. playing mm -hmm. an instrument. That's Assurance good. in one's own resources or in the stability of earthly things, these do not come from the Father, but are from the world itself. Webster's 1828 Dictionary, the reason why we reference this particular dictionary is because it was based on biblical principles. Yes. Webster, uh, Noah Webster was a strong Christian, so he would define these words uh, filtered from through from the Word of God. Sure, yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, Webster says in the 1828 version, the original says, Lust is a noun, it's longing, desire, eagerness to possess or enjoy, or the lust of gain. Is, uh, number two is carnal appetite, unlawful desire of carnal pleasure. Number three, evil propensity, depraved affections and desires. The lexical, do you want to read that, baby, the lexical mm -hmm. definition, please? Yes, and the lexical definition is just the literal translation of the word lust. That's right. And it means the active and individual desire resulting 
from the diseased condition of the soul. Now, this mm. is just a soul without Jesus. Right. Mind, will, and emotions that is only centered on itself um, and without the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And every, and every person is born into that well, sure. until yeah. they get born again. Right. Praise God. And I really like this definition in the lexical definition. It's an impulse. Lust is an impulse. So you can impulsively shop. Sure. You can make impulsive decisions about a lot of different oh, sure. things. Right. Sure. Siri says, a passionate desire for something, a very strong sexual desire. Right. Uh, let me read you. I just asked Siri again. Uh, I know yeah. we had typed that up, but right. I just asked Siri again. Uh -huh. And here's what it says. Lust is a craving. It mm. says it's an emotion. Mm. It That's can take good. any form, such as the lust for sexuality, lust for money, or lust for power. Mm. It can That's take good. such mundane forms as the lust for food mm. as distinct from the need for the food. Mm. Lust is a psychological force producing intense wanting for an object or circumstance fulfilling the emotion. Right. Now, now we see the problem. And lust, I mean, some people think it's a sexual thing. Some people think it's, you know, uh, that it's concerning finances. It's all the above, man. There's a, mm -hmm. there's a hundred ways to lust. So let's hear what God says about it. He said in 2 Timothy 3... And verse 1 in the Amplified says, But understand this, that in the last days will come perilous times mm. of great stress and trouble. That's a description of these days. Hard to deal with and hard to bear, for people will be lovers of self. I think if you watch CNN, that's a, that's a no-brainer. For people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered, lovers of money aroused by an ordinate greedy desire, desire for wealth, for wealth. Yeah. proud and arrogant, contemptuous boasters. Mm. They will be abusive, blasphemous, scoffing. They'll make fun of everything and everybody. Disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. Hmm. How many TV shows do you, wow. can you yeah. watch now with no profanity in them? Yeah. They will be treacherous betrayers, rash, and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures, and vain amusements more than and rather than lovers of God. Yeah. That's the description of the last days, yeah. and that is the description of today. Of today it is. That's Lust is rooted in a love of self being more important than the love of, of God. God. Yeah. In other words, what do you want? Hedonism is described as doing what you want to do. As long as you want to do it, just do it till you can't stand up. Yeah. Do it till there was an old song back in the day, do it till you're satisfied. Mm -hmm. Just do it, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Do it till you're satisfied. Well, that's diametrically opposed to the Word of God. And if you want to be set free from those things, now there's a great reward we're going to get to at the end. We're not just telling you don't do this. Right. right. We're saying We've all done this until we found what to really put our trust in mm -hmm. and a better way. So we're going to share with you the better way. Mm -hmm. So hang on. Lust way. is never satisfied, the Bible says. Mark 4 and verse 18, Amplified says, The ones sown among the thorns are others who hear the word, and then the cares and anxieties of the world, the distraction of the age, the pleasure and the light, the false glamour, deceitfulness of riches, the craving and passionate Passion desires desire. for other things right. creep in and choke and suffocate, suffocate the, word. the Word. 
and it becomes fruitless. In other words, the word doesn't work for you if you let these things choke it out. The pride of life, the lust, the desire for things, and, and uh, they, they creep in. And yeah, they don't so, come yeah. roaring in, waving a red flag, yeah. saying, you know, the devil sent me. They ease in. You're just working hard, trying to send your kids to college or whatever, trying to take care of your sick mom or whatever it is, man. I mean, there's a lot of reasons where you need to make money, you need to take care of business. But we can't let all those things stop us from staying focused on right. the good and holy God Amen. who loves us. Amen. One kind of lust is just being driven to keep up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. You know, we see somebody else doing good and, and they're in a season where it's not catching up to them. In other words, they're, uh, sometimes they're, it doesn't show how worn out they are from pursuing that. Maybe they're doing good spiritually right, right now and it's right. a reward. Yeah, of their time, time with God. Yeah, yeah, harvest is coming. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to be driven to keep up with anybody else or to compare us with anybody else. No, because we're all in different seasons of life. Yes, we are. You know, there will be seed, time, and then harvest. That's and right. And each of us are in those different seasons. Sometimes we're in a sowing season, and then sometimes we're just in a waiting season. We're waiting for our seed to grow up and produce a harvest. And then, yes, it's fun. Harvest time is fun, too. Yes, it is. <laughs> but we're all in different seasons of life, so that's why we can't compare ourselves to others. That's right, baby. Numbers 11 and verse 4 in Amplified. Oh, I like this one. Yes. You want to take it? Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I really enjoy this story. This is about the children of Israel when God delivered them from Egypt, from slavery in Egypt. And it says in 11.4, And the mixed multitude among them, it says, the rabble who followed Israel from Egypt. Now, the, the mm. rabble, they were not children of Israel. They just said, hey, this looks like fun. Let's go along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're being blessed. Let's, yeah, let's, let's just hang out with these right, Let's just hang out. Maybe we'll get some of the blessings. Right, so these were not the believers, and they were just hanging out. It was the rabble who began to lust greatly for familiar and dainty food. Mm. They started looking back. Uh, they actually said it was better to be a slave than yeah. to be out here on the way to what God called the promised land. Mm -hmm. They hadn't seen it. They hadn't got there yet. Right. They were just going through the desert. You had to get from Egypt to where to Israel to the promised land. You had to go through the desert. And in the deserts where the trials and the tests yeah. happened. It mm. was an 11-day journey, but they listened to the rabble yeah. who began to lust. And it cost them 40 years. And only Joshua and Caleb, too, made it into the promised land. But it began with the Israelites listening to those who did not believe God, mm. who were in lust. Over yeah. three million people died in the desert mm -hmm. and never got into the promised land because they listened to people who didn't even believe in God. Right, so that's why we've got to guard our heart. Man, you gotta be right. careful who you listen to. Yes. You listen to God. Yeah, that's so you good. Listen to everybody else's opinion. Amen. The last thing you need to be is politically correct. Yeah. I mean, if you're concerned more about what people think than what God thinks, you're in trouble, man. So good. You know, we usually take about 60 seconds in every show and we share our need. We cast the vision. 
We let people know, we call it Team Milan. That's our partners. Those yeah. are the people who pay the bills. They bought the camera that you're looking in. They bought the lights that are keeping us lit out here. Yeah. And they send us around the world to teach the Word of God to those who are in the valley of decision. The Bible says there's multitudes and there are. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a part of that, we do not beg, we will not be sending you letters begging you for money or trying to talk to you about money all the time. That'll be between you and God. But if you want to be a part of this ministry, we don't do anything for money, but it takes money to do what God's called us to do. And we will do our part and God will do his part. But if you decide you want to do your part and be a part of that, then Check us out at mylon.org. There's so many ways to support our ministry and we do need your help. We do need your support. Amen. We'll pray for you every day. You pray for us and you send us and we'll go forth and we'll change the world one at a time, just like God changed our world. God bless you. Thanks for praying about it. Temptation is a real simple thing, you know. Uh, the devil sends it to us in all kind of ways, but James, in the first chapter of James, in the 13th verse, an amplified version, it says, Let no one say when he's tempted, I'm tempted from God. For God is incapable of being tempted by what is evil, and he also himself tempts no one. But every person is tempted when he is drawn away. Mm -hmm. He's enticed and baited by his own evil desires, which is lust and passions. Then the evil desire, which it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully mature, brings forth death. Yeah. The wages of sin is death. But God, the good news is God always provides a way of escape. Yes. Isn't that good news? Yes, and that is in 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. It says, but God is faithful and he can be, he can be trusted yes, he to not let you be tempted and tried beyond your ability in strength of resistance and the power to endure. Mm. Ooh, that's good. That is good. But with the temptation, he will always also provide the way out. Now, he is not the tempter. No. But when the temptation comes, he will always provide a way out for you, a means of escape that you may be capable and strong and powerful yes. to bear up under it patiently. Amen. Now let me give you an example of the problem. Lust, I mean, we're talking about lust today, and I'm going to use sexual lust as an example of the problem. But again, there's all kind of lust. Anything, we, we described it in great detail earlier. Anything that is, um, will hurt you. Mm -hmm. It's just not healthy, and you know it's not from God. In 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18 through 20, in the Amplified Version, it says, Any other sin which a man commits is one outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his, his own, own body. body. Yeah. Do you not know that your body is the temple? It's the very sanctuary of the Holy, of the Spirit, Holy Spirit of the living God. Yeah who lives within you. In fact, you ought, if you're a Christian, you ought to say that God lives in me. I'd oh, say that yes, out loud. Yes. Do you not know your body is very temple, the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you, whom you have received as a, as gift, a gift from God. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you are not your own. You were bought with a price purchased 
with a preciousness and paid for, made yes, his own. Only. Yes. So then honor God and bring glory to him in your body. Amen. That's what it means to give your body a living sacrifice, mm. holy and therefore acceptable unto God. Baby, do you want to share that first Thessalonians sure. with us, please? And you know, I want to let you know too, the reason why we're addressing sexual lust is obviously we have been bombarded in media and movies and TV that sexual lust is normal, that sexual lust should be accepted. You know how hard it is to be a teenager today? Right. It is. I mean, when I was a teenager, it was uh, Desi and Lucy on TV. <laughs> And they had twin beds, and they got in their pajamas and their robes, and they got in their dress. They didn't even sleep in the same bed. I mean, nowadays, every kid that watches any TV show yeah. sees uh, the, the girl and the guy go in the room, and he slams her up against the wall, and they start tearing their clothes off, and right. huffing and puffing, and, and they think that's normal. Yeah. They think that that's, you know, that's going to happen to them when they get married, and and it's going to be all wonderful. It's all about lust. There's nothing that God is love. Lust. Right. Mm -hmm. Lust has nothing to do with God. Yeah. So because there's so many images and that we're seeing in media that are confusing, we need to know what God says about sex. That's right. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3, it starts with, For this is the will of God that you should be consecrated, separated, and set apart for pure and holy living, yes. that you should abstain and shrink from all sexual vice, that each one of you should know how to possess and control his own body in consecration, purity, separated from things profane, and honor, not to be used in the passion of lust like the heathen, like those mm. who don't trust God, who don't believe God, who are ignorant of the true God and have no knowledge of His will. So we are not to be like what we're seeing on TV. Now let me say this, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ mm. Jesus. And if Maybe. you have made this mistake, we are not giving you these scriptures today to be a discouragement to you. This is only to reveal. I've made, I've made the mistake. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm definitely not judging you, man. We're and not, we find we're not no reading fault. scriptures to put anybody down. That's right. We're just defining, defining the problem mm -hmm. so that God can set you free from yes. any spirit controlling you in any way That's other right. than the Holy Spirit so that you can receive God's best. You know, God's purpose for sex is in the marriage union. Yeah. And that's when um, that's when he, God that's blesses when it's holy it. and it's a blessing, right? Yes, and it's it a is. great blessing. Yes. Okay, so how do we get free, Miley? Well, Romans 6 mm -hmm. and verse 11 and 12 says, Even so, consider yourselves also dead to sin, and your relationship to it is broken. Mm -hmm. Your relationship to sin is broken, but alive to God living in unbroken fellowship with Him in Christ Jesus. Let not sin, therefore, rule as king in your mortals, short-lived, perishable bodies. <laughs> but to make you yield to its cravings and be subject to its lust and evil passions. Yeah. Know and understand that you are so, dead to sin. This yeah, that's is it. so important. We are dead to sin. Romans 6 mm -hmm. and verse 14 says, For sin shall not any longer exert dominion over you, since now you are not under the law as slaves, but praise God, yes, you're under grace. we're under grace. As subjects of God's favor and yes. mercy. Amen. 
In other words, you've got to believe that sin has no dominion over you. And under grace, that is the truth. That is the truth. Amen. Grace is not a license to sin. But grace has got you covered yes. until you figure out how to get God's best. Right. And you keep trying. You just keep believing. You keep, whatever shape you're in, If I don't care how bad your life is right now, I'm telling you, any step toward Jesus is going to make it better. Yeah, amen. And if, yeah, if I were you, I'd run to him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Romans 13 says, now this is, this is the ultimate, how, how do you get, away from the old and into the new. Romans 13, 14 says, but clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and make no provision for indulging the flesh, but a stop to thinking about the evil cravings of your physical nature to gratify its desires and lust. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 4, 20. Let me, let me say this, you know, because this is a confession that I make yeah. when it comes to, you know, uh, there was a time where I would say, Mylon and I still tease about this, and I say, chocolate chip cookies make everything better. <laughs> so, well, you know, one of the areas of lust is food. So you can just crave sugar too much or, you know, and, and I really uh, decided I cannot let, and you may think this is silly, but this is just an example for you to apply to in a practical level in your daily life. I decided I need to understand that I'm happy and I'm joyful and I don't need that cookie to be happy or you don't need that new pair of shoes to be happy or, or whatever it is, how you can apply it to your life, but I don't need that cookie. So I would say out loud, I make no provision for the flesh. I'm just not, and I went on a fast. Yeah. I fasted sugar and it was really good for me to make no provision for indulging the flesh in that area because I got free. And now I really can say no when I need to. I don't need to eat That's the whole right. bag of cookies. That's right. And I needed to learn that through this scripture. Ephesians <laughs> says this, be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. I'm not mm. going to read you the whole thing, but if you get that, yeah. it's in Ephesians 4. It's in the 20s between 22 and 24. He said, be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind. Having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Man, if you do that, you just stay in the yeah. Word. To renew it. Remember, be not conformed to the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. When you get the mind of Christ, lust will not dominate you. Mm -hmm. It will not rule in your life. You start looking at life from God's point of view, and I'm telling you, you will be free and free, free indeed. indeed. That's now, it. Let, me let me finish with this. Yes. Contentment. Yeah is an amazing thing that I really didn't know anything about. I mean, I'm, I'll be 74 in a few months. For the first probably 45 years of my life, I just didn't know what contentment was. I didn't think about it, I didn't yeah. study it, but I never was content either. It's the opposite of lust. It is. You know, truly being content means you're yeah. not driven. When you're content, to, you don't need right. to buy. You you don't need to go to the mall and throw that plastic down and make your debt worse. Right. Because you don't. You know, if you buy that thing, it won't make you happier. Right. You're content right. with it. You know, mm -hmm. I can. I've got a, a an iPhone, and they've come out with two newer ones since I got this one. Yeah. And you know, they they got some tricks on the new ones that mine won't do, but they always do. And I'm content with the one I got. 
which means I don't have to spend the money to get the new one, and I can put it in the kingdom, or I can right. buy my wife something with, mm -hmm. or I can give it away, Again, or I can sew right. it, or that's man, right. you know, I can rent a place in Hawaii. So <laughs> you yes. have to decide what's important to you. And if you seek first the kingdom of God, you got to get content to get rid of lust. Philippians 4 and verse 11 says, not that I'm implying that I was in any personal want. Now, this is Paul. Mm -hmm. He wrote this to the Philippians. For I've learned how to I've be learned. content, satisfied. Yeah. You have to learn. Have it's to learn not it. something you're born with. Right. You have to learn how to be content. That's right. Satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am. Amen. I know how to be abased and live humbly and in straightened yeah. circumstances. And I also yeah. know how to be, have plenty, to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. Yeah. You know, Paul, so the guy good. who wrote this letter, yeah. who wrote most of the New Testament, mm -hmm. he was born a Roman citizen, very wealthy, very educated before he got born again. And uh, he, he understood what abundance was like, how to have plenty and live in abundance. Mm -hmm. He said, I've learned in all, mm -hmm. in any and all circumstances, the secret, the secret. of facing yeah. every situation. So it's good. a secret, but you're a Christian. You can learn this secret. That's right. Amen. Whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare or going Amen. without and being in want, I have strength for yeah. all things Ooh. in Christ who empowers me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Now, man, that means Paul understood that because Christ lived in him, the hope of glory, that he could do all things through Christ to strengthen him. You want to be really blessed? Mm -hmm. Godliness. That means get rid of passions that are not from God. Yeah. Get rid of lust. Mm -hmm. Whatever form it comes in, yeah. get it under control. Get yourself in a place of contentment, yeah. and you will have great gain, and that is the will of God yes. for you to be blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. Man, we've had a good time. Thank you so much for joining us today. If there's anything we can do to help, go to mylon.org. We'll be, let us know how we can pray for you. We will be praying. But if you tell us specifically, we'll know how to agree. Yes. Pray the word of God over you. So be encouraged today and stay in the word because that will keep you on, on the, the road, road to freedom. freedom.